that Jim's not here because he is currently in Virginia doing Scares at Care. Um, he will be calling in. I'm not entirely sure when. However, happy Tuesday, everybody. So today I have my earmuffs on because I'm wearing Jim's headphones and he has a big head. Sorry, Jim. Is he talking to me? All right, Keith is on the phone. All right, so today we have Keith's wife, Melissa, with us, and I am going to bring her in. Yay. Woohoo! Hey, everyone. Woohoo! So I am having Melissa with me so that I'm not alone in the studio by myself and you guys aren't staring at me. And there's Jim. Hey, Jim. Hi, Jim. Hi, Jim. Hi. Welcome to the show. You started the show already? It's 4.33. Wow. We'll just tell everybody who our sponsors are. No, I literally just let my first breath out. Oh. So, everybody, our sponsors are, for our show, the, what do you call them, Jim, the Big Three? The Mohegan Sun Big Three, Lansdowne Pub, Avalon Nightclub, and Vista Lounge. Take it, Gina. Uh, okay, that, I, I, I love Vista. I love Avalon, too, but I don't like paying a $20 cover charge, so sorry, Chris, Cody. Um... So, Jim, why don't you tell us about Scares That Care? Scares That Care. Well, first of all, we're I am down here in Williamsburg, Virginia right now, and we are getting one of them outstanding southern thunderstorms. Oh, man. So it's been messing with the Internet. The Internet has actually been knocked out here at the hotel. Uh, but no worries, because uh, we don't start until Thursday night. But Scares That Care is a 501c3 IRS-approved charity. Um, we're all volunteer. None of us get paychecks. And uh, what we do is we select three families a year, one with a child suffering from chronic or terminal illness, one that has been burnt, and a woman that is suffering from breast cancer. And we run certain events throughout the year to raise money. And uh, we present each of them with a check for $10,000 at the, uh, hopefully at the end of the year, depending on how good the events go. That's awesome. And uh, this, this is our main event down here. This is the uh, Scares That Care charity weekend. We have all kinds of celebrity guests, authors, um, vendors, uh, you name it, they're down here. And uh, it's a great time. And uh, all proceeds go straight to these families. That is awesome. Um, when I worked at Stop and Shop, we did something like that. Um, it was called the Jimmy Fund. And there was a little girl one year who was right out of Salem, Connecticut. And my mom actually um, served her lunch because my mom was a lunch lady there. And um, this little girl, her name was Bryn. She had um, cancer. She was only four years old. And she, the first time she had it, she was, I believe it said 18 months old. So it kind of hit home because she was born the same month as my oldest. So I started doing yep. a lot of things for the family, um, holding fundraisers for them, supporting them, going to their um, charities. And Bryn actually passed away a week before her sixth birthday. I mean, her seventh birthday last Aww. year. Yeah, she was only six years old. So they had her celebration of life on her seventh birthday. 
um, I was able to attend, and it was actually a very phenomenal ceremony, and I think of Bryn every single day, but I did a lot for that family, and I know how important it was to them and how much it meant to them, so I can only imagine how these families feel that you guys are doing so much for them. And a lot of people don't realize it's not just the health care cost at all. Right. You have families that are uprooting and spending time at the hospital or or whatever, and the money goes to offset any of the expenses that these families have, yeah. whether it be hotel stays, whether it be food, you know, whatever it is. Exactly. Like, even their household bills. Um, I remember when my one of my really good friends, her mom, had pancreatic cancer, and they spent a lot of their time in the hospital so her dad had stopped working obviously her mom wasn't working so she actually started yep. a GoFundMe for um so that they could pay their mortgage because they weren't obviously working and she was too young so they started a GoFundMe page and it raised actually enough money for them to pay their mortgage for four months wow that's yeah. fantastic so it was it was good to see you know all of her friends and family and people who are sharing it and paying and you know doing all that other good stuff uh help out mm -hmm. but you know like you said it's not just for the healthcare costs it's for your actual living expenses too because people don't realize that just because you're sick doesn't mean that you're still not paying making a paycheck absolutely correct so i mean and um kane kane hotter uh, i was just gonna ask who's down there well, Kane's not going to be here this year, uh, but Kane did help start the charity. Right. And uh, if you don't know who Kane Hodder is, Kane has played uh, Jason in four of the Friday the 13th movies. He's uh, played Victor Crowley, and uh, he's been in just hundreds of movies. And Kane was doing a stunt one time. He was doing it for a reporter and... Uh, it went wrong, and uh, Kane was uh, severely burnt, very severely burnt. Spent a lot of time in the burn ward, um, and there is a documentary out now. I believe it is on Amazon. It's called The Killer and I, and it talks about the whole Kane Hodder story, and that's how we came into uh, the burn recipient. And the one thing that uh, Kane taught us, is they're not a burn victim. They're not a victim. No, they're a survivor. So they are, exactly, they are a burn survivor. They are our burn recipient. And uh, that's obviously something near and dear to his heart going through what he went through. And uh, the, you got to watch the, the documentary because he went through the worst of the worst. He, he went to a hospital that, really wasn't equipped to deal with burn patients and they really did a number on him and eventually he was sent to a an actual burn facility where he got the proper treatment and recovery and that's what made Kane the man he is today right and like I completely understand when he says you're a burn survivor um mm -hmm. because I obviously I've never been a burn victim right. um, but I am a victim of depression and anxiety so I look at I don't you know I don't look at myself as somebody who suffers from that I am a survivor I uh, overcame it I got through it and you know now that I know 
how to handle it, it's easier to pass along to other people and to help other people and to involve other people and really you know, get the message out there that you're not by yourself, that you're not alone, that you're okay, that you're going to be able to get through this. And I know you can't save everybody, but it feels feels really good when you can, when you can help, even if it's just one person. So like a couple weeks ago when we talked about um, the Me Too movement, you know, sharing my story, if that helps at least one person, then I did my job. And that's what, you know, being a survivor is about. It's about helping those around you and you know, being a story for those that are going through it currently. Yeah, it's 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 huge, and you're right. I mean, we can't save everybody, and unfortunately, the the the, the people that were trying to help or that were helping one way or another, uh, some of them have some pretty serious terminal illnesses, and you know, it's it's only a matter of time. But if we can. If we can send them on a trip to Disney World, or if we can, um, you know, like I said, help offset some of the costs and whatever they need it for, that's that's what we're here for. Exactly. And speaking of Disney World, tomorrow starts the month of August, which I am very excited about because it's birthday month. And then in 15 short days after that, I will be on a plane to Disney World to spend my time for my birthday in Disney World and I am so excited so I know the joy that Disney World can bring so to bring it to (laughs) people that are sick or going through some things and let me tell you Disney World is no joke that does put pure happiness on your face I am 20 I will be 26 I am 25 currently and I have been to Disney twice in my life both times I will not forget the fact that I was pregnant both times so I could have been more (laughs) emotional about it however it was a fantastic experience both times and I am very excited to go back and do it again so I can't wait to come back and share with everybody how my I do want to picture you with the Mickey ears on oh my gosh I have one of those now who are you kidding like obviously I'm going to buy new ones and sport them but I think I'm going to buy mini ears this time because I have a pair of Mickey ears but I will find my Mickey Mickey mini yeah but Mickey ears are like those standard like that cap with the ears, the elastic mm-hmm. that goes around your chin, I have one of those, and I have pictures. And then I think I'm just going to get a mini headband because it's going to be super hot. And when I went last time in August, it was really hot, and I wore my hair up most of the time. So you can't really wear a hat with your hair up. So girl logic, I'll just get a headband. Well, there you go. Yes. So this isn't exactly Gina's corner. I do have, oh, Keith brought me a portable charger, and I don't have a plug. Thanks, though. It was a good time. I know. It was in the car. <laughs> so this isn't for Gina's Corner because I definitely have something serious that I want to talk about in Gina's Corner. However, you did bring up the fact about the Kiki Challenge. So let's get that out of the way. Oh, uh, not even so much. I mean, the Kiki Challenge in itself is stupid. My thing is the hot water slash boiling water challenge. Just I've never even seen that. Stupid. Keith. How stupid do you have to be? To drink a pot of boiling water or have a pot of boiling water poured on you. That's a thing right now? This is is a real thing. If you look it up, it's called the Hot Water Challenge. Obviously, everybody that's been doing it has ended up, as we said earlier, in a freaking burn ward. Right. Because you're pouring hot water uh, down your throat 
I believe two people have already died because of the stupidity. Oh, that is disgusting. Melissa just looked it up. What are you? What are you waving your hands at me for? We're having a um, charades. No, what's it called? Charades. I heard her snapping her fingers. I thought it was she was trying to yeah, get my I was attention. Snapping them at Gina. Yeah, no, I was looking at her article that she pulled up about uh, the burn water challenge or hot water. It says oh. a 15 year old boy suffered second degree burns after his friend poured boiling water on him as a joke. The joke is a part of the hot water challenge, which involves either throwing boiling water on someone or having a person drink the boiling water through a straw. At 212 degrees Fahrenheit, boiling water can cause serious second or third degree burns to the skin, which require immediate medical attention. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. Listen, listen. I don't even like straining pasta and having the little tiny droplets splash on me. I could not imagine pouring the hot water on me or drinking it. No. I thought the Kiki challenge was getting out of your car and dancing. It is. Oh, this is like is. far worse. That's yeah. a completely different challenge. Yeah, but we're talking about uh, stupid that things makes- that people are doing that they probably shouldn't, and the Kiki challenge falls underneath that because this is as bad as the cinnamon car. challenge. Yeah, that was bad too. Do you remember that? Or the Tide Pod? Yes. People were getting first of all, people were inhaling the plastic on the Tide Pods and choking on them, and then they were eating the actual detergent and getting sick. Like you're dumb. Don't do that. Who raised you? If I'm correct, somebody actually died from that. Yeah. They did. You, whoever did that, they're dumb. And I hope everybody hears that because I don't think that anybody in their right mind would do something like that. Like, I can understand the ice bucket challenge, which we did to raise awareness for... ASL. Yep. And ALS. Sorry. Yes, whatever. ALS. But, like, that was fine because, I mean, how cold can cold water get like pretty cold but i don't think it's gonna do enough especially a little bucket to damage anything and you didn't hear reports about anybody getting hurt with that except for like the fail videos where they were like dropping the buckets on their head yeah or they they try to come up with some elaborate stupid scheme and it backfires yeah but that was just a a gen you know a generic way to raise awareness that was fine but people who were doing the cinnamon challenge the tide pod challenge the uh this hot water challenge that's ridiculous kiki challenge like it's one thing to do something from the comfort of your own home but don't get out of your car and walk that guy who got hit by a car someone shared that video was it you jim uh yeah i believe so he was doing the kiki challenge and he actually got hit by a car and it was i had watched it several times at first i thought it was funny i laughed because like that's what you get but then i didn't laugh because that's serious what about the guy that walked oh, into the signpost? Oh my god, that was, that was funny hilarious. Too. There does appear to be one of the videos uh, with somebody getting struck by a car that is questionable. Yeah, there's a lot a of staged them. video. Yep, spoofs. Um, I mean, it looked pretty staged. So yeah, well. Yeah. The one that I saw was not staged at all. He panicked and tried to run, and the car screeched to a halt and slammed into him so wow i believe that is the one i posted that one was i was like i i want to laugh but i know this was serious so i'm not going to but i did anyway so whatever yeah so how's the other than the thunderstorms how's the weather been in virginia um pretty crappy honestly oh i uh did a down here that uh, 
was like a hurricane. Oh. Who'd you carpool with? It, uh, April Crowell. Because I she saw your live actress. videos. Oh, yeah. She's one of the actresses, and she lives down here in Virginia. She flew up so that she could ride down with me. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we had, we had a good time. <laughs> Keith said that's what she said. <laughs> well, listen, I thought it was funny. Uh, apparently, it's not that funny to anybody else, but we thought it was funny. Okay, so today, what else are we talking about? MLB cutoffs? I don't know anything about baseball, so take it away, Jim. No trade deadline. We'll worry about that in a minute. Let's, what, what do you got for Gina's corner? Oh, okay. So, obviously, it's going to be Gina's hour because I feel like this is a really heated topic. So, um, it's not really a heated topic. It's just very – it's not a, a, a publicly aware. Even Melissa didn't know until, like – five minutes before the show when I yes. told her. So it's been a big question. So obviously last week I let everybody know that I had a new boyfriend and mm -hmm. um, I've been getting a lot of questions about him um, just from people in general, just getting messages on Facebook um, who've seen his page, don't really understand or they do understand, but they don't really get it. So basically, because I know most of the viewers that are watching right now are my friends so maybe this will clear some things up for them and anybody else who's listening so mace is actually transgendered um that means yeah uh, before you continue did you share this on my page share what on your page the show no i did well share it on my page keith did okay don't worry we got it under control the only one i didn't share it to is project arrowhead because i am not a member of that one yeah. I'm not admin. So, anyway, so Mace is transgendered. That means that he was born a girl. So, in his body, his heart, his mind, he knew he wasn't a girl. He felt more comfortable as a guy. Right. So, he made the decision a little over a year ago to go on testosterone and start going through the transition to become a man. So he still has girl parts, but he classifies and identifies as a man. Um, he is currently in California looking to get a job at Starbucks because Starbucks is actually really supportive of transgendered people. And they are going to, you know, once he gets established and starts getting the medical benefits, they will cover top surgery. And that's really you know to me it doesn't matter you know i will like him no matter what he looks like whether he gets top surgery or not um but this is important to him because it it just validates that he's a man um to himself and to everybody else he wouldn't have to wear a binder anymore which is basically a super super strong sports bra just to kind of make it a little bit easier to understand for our listeners um May said, if you want to talk about my girl parts, at least shout the GoFundMe. Listen, I was going to get to that. Will you relax, sir? Do not rush me. So, basically, a binder is a really strong and tight sports bra. So, it basically flattens you. Mm -hmm. um, and I've been getting a lot of questions about it. Like, is it weird to be with somebody who's transgendered? You know, and I didn't really... 
know how to answer because I've never been with somebody who's transgendered. Um, obviously, not even three months ago, I was with my first girl and she was a big deal. She called into the show all the time, so everybody knew who she was. Um, shout out to Sarah if she's listening, but she's crazy, so I really don't think she is. Um, <laughs> that's another topic for an entirely different show. Hi, Mom. So I went from being with my first girl to meeting Mace and really liking him and even from our first FaceTime we we kicked it off we had such a good connection and you know the transgender thing just didn't really matter it wasn't something that I was like okay it's make or break like I can't do this um his personality is fantastic his um attitude about life is fantastic he's funny he makes me laugh he makes me happy he's He's a human being. There's nothing, you know, however, how you identify it doesn't define really who you are other than if you're a male or a female. It doesn't change the person he is. And if he's more comfortable identifying as a guy and going through the transitioning, then I support him 100%. And, you know, obviously the most biggest question is he lives in California. How do you maintain a relationship halfway across the country? Or all the way across the country, really. And it's not that hard. Um... I know that he's doing this for himself and I know that he's doing this to make himself more comfortable. So I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. He, you know, knows where I live. It's not, I'm not in any rush. I don't need him to be here every second of every day. I talk to him every single day. Um, but not a lot of people really understand what transgendered is. Not a lot of people, you know, we all know what gay and lesbians are like we know how they identify and we know what they do um so i pulled up the wikipedia page about transgender and we're all gonna learn about it so <laughs> at this point um so transgender is an umbrella term in addition to including people whose gender identity is the opposite of their assigned sex so trans men and trans women it may include people who are not exclusively masculine or feminine so people who are genderqueer or non-binary, including bigender, pangender, gender fluid, or agender. So it's not a relatively old term, but being pansexual, now that I've met Mace and now that I've been involved with Sarah, knowing how I feel about each of them, I was never really looking at them as what they are. So I didn't, never looked at Sarah as her being a girl, and I don't look at Mace as being a guy. These two people just made me very happy. They, you know, gave me such an emotion that whether you're a guy or girl is not going to make a difference. So being pansexual just means you don't look at them for their gender. You look at them as, you know, the feelings that they give you. And with Mace, I publicly enjoy sharing things about my man and even if people don't agree with it um, they can just delete me off Facebook because I really don't care and if they don't like how much I put my boyfriend on a pedestal then it's not my problem they can also delete me off Facebook um, because there are people who know Mace and there are people that don't know Mace and there are people that are going to think that being transgendered is weird or there's something wrong with it or it's disgusting or it's gross or it's wrong to me those people are bible thumpers and they're literally waiting for god to come back that's not going to come back so they can go elsewhere with their beliefs 
and I don't care what they think. And what also helps be acceptable and understanding of this is I have kids. And if my kids ever came to me and said that they didn't feel comfortable in their body and they, you know, if my daughter came to me and said she felt like she was a boy or she identified as a boy or she was bringing home another girl, I would be completely okay with it. I would be completely open with it. I wouldn't be opposed to it. And I think having kids makes this a little bit easier because I know with my mom, you know, she's my biggest fan and she is my best friend. And before any of this came out about Mace, I talked to her first because she is, like I said, my best friend and her approval means the most to me. So you know, if my mom didn't understand, I'd be lost without her. Like, I I know she wants to see me happy, and I know she's here, and she supports me, and she may not agree with, mo- you know, most of these views towards, you know, transgender people. You know, it, it might not be her taste. It might not be, obviously, she's married to my dad. Like, cool. Um, and... Chris Trenhall said, I don't care what they say. People with the wrong parts cannot breed. I don't know if that's a rude comment or not. I'm going to dismiss it for now and I'll go back to it. But my mom's my biggest fan. So if she doesn't support me and if she doesn't, you know, want to see me happy and she, even if she doesn't agree with this, she keeps it to herself. She wants to see me happy. So... I would want to be as open with my kids as possible. I would want to be as accepting because I want my kids to feel like they have the relationship with me that I have with my mother. So as long as I'm happy, my mother is happy. So at the end of the day, you know, obviously I told her about Mace and he really makes me happy and I don't look at him as, you know, he's a girl. Although side note, I will say that when we have like girl conversations like if I mention something about like a girl menstrual cycle or something and he answers me it's kind of weird and my brain can't process it because I'm physically looking at him as a guy even though I know he was born a girl and I can't like and I don't he doesn't really understand but I can't process it because I'm looking at you you're a guy to me you are everything a man has to me other than you know you're genitals I guess I don't even know if I can say that on the radio but I'm going to um, other than that you are a full man to me and to talk to him about cramps it's kind of weird and I, my brain just doesn't really understand how to like mentally process it which I guess is a good thing because I strictly look at him how he wants to be looked at he wants to be looked at as a man and so that's how I view him so my brain still has some working out to do with things like that but other than that like my mom accepts this, and I want my kids to know that I'm going to accept things like this if it ever comes about. Well, the big, uh, I mean, there was a big controversy about it, I don't know, it was like a year ago, where basically people were stating um, it's the bathroom thing. Yes. Use whatever bathroom that you have the parts for. If you've got male parts, you use the men's room. If you have female parts, you use the female room. Um, what is your take on that? My take I'm is, really... so looking at Mace, when you look at him, clothed, obviously, <laughs> he looks like a man. He has a beard. He has yep. a shaved head around the sides. He, you know, he has hair on the top, but like he has a, man, a man's cut. He has rough hands like a man. Like they're not obviously manicured and stuff. 
he looks like a man. So if he were to walk in to a ladies' room, I can guarantee that somebody would freak out about it and say there's a man in the women's room because he right. looks like a man. And his best friend, who I also have the pleasure of FaceTiming with every single day, he's also transgendered, and he has a full beard. Not anymore, he shaved it off for work, but he had a full beard. And I mean, I'm talking a beard, not just a little bit like Mace has a goatee, but mm-hmm. Darian had a, a beard. And <laughs> if he were to walk into... Uh, to me, like if he were to walk into a girls' room, I'd kind of be weird about it. Because I can physically see he's a man, and I don't know what's under his pants. But as right. far as I know, like Mace just said, no one notices the difference when D and I walk in. They use the men's room. Right. Because they, they're, they're men. That's it. They're men. And D has had um, top surgery, so... He doesn't wear a binder or anything because he doesn't need to. So even with his shirt off, he's a man. There's no physical difference between him on the beach and another man on the beach. So my take is whatever you gender identify with, use that bathroom. That was a big, huge topic, and you just, like, crushed it in 30 seconds. Yeah. They they were they were going off on that for about a year. I should be in politics. I will settle no, things so know. quickly for you. But no, you don't want to be in politics. No, but I am. I should be a lawyer. I should have my own talk show, like where I just people bring issues to me and I crush them in thirty seconds and hand them back. What would we call that? We could call it Judge Judy the Second. I could have the attitude. Gina's like crush. Gina's crush. <laughs> so. I don't know. Transgender to me is not that big of a deal. You are who you are. You're comfortable in your own body with how you want to be. If if you identify as a boy and you're a girl, fine. If you identify as a girl and you're a boy, fine. I support it all. I And I love everybody who, you know, is open about their story. And like Mace, he shares his journey through um, transforming, like a transformer. I think that's like cool. a transformer. Yeah, I'm dating like a transformer. Optimus Prime. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna call him. I am Optimus Prime. Yes. <laughs> um. Yes. So I'm dating a transformer. Well, people I think that's fantastic. on the <laughs> I think it's fantastic. Got myself a transformer, and I don't even have to go to the movies. I don't have to be famous. All right. So I'm I'm looking at Chris's comment in here, and I kind of think I know what he's saying. Good. Spit it so. out because uh, that kind of annoyed me. All right, no, I think, I, I'm pretty sure I know what he's saying. All right. So, so you guys are a male-female couple. Right. Hands down, you know, whatever Mace was, is, shall be, Mace is a male. Okay? I think what he's saying is... That makes sense, and it kind of annoys me even more. If you, if you guys get married and decide you want to have a baby, you won't be able to conceive naturally. Okay, guess what? Yes, you can. Hold, please. Yes, we could. Yes, we could. I am going to solve this in 30 seconds or less. Kind of like a pizza, <laughs> but you're not getting free delivery. Yeah. Well, this is free delivery because you you're going to listen anyway. You let me know where you get a pizza in 30 seconds or less. Uh, this is true. 
I mean, it, after they deliver, I could walk it to you in 30 seconds or less. But other than that, no, you're not getting one. All right. So I am going to fix this. So say Mason and I wanted to have a baby. Say we are like right. 10 years down the line and we're living together. We own our own house and we want to have a baby. Fine. How would we do it? How could we, with, you know, hypothetically speaking, how could we have a baby and not have the same parts? So, there's this cool thing called adoption. And that would make both of us the parents, which means it would legally be both of our children. So, we could breed. And we both have viable eggs currently. If Mace wanted to freeze his eggs through this transition... We could do it, and he wouldn't carry the baby. I would. So it would be a part of both of us. It would be getting all of my nutrients. It would be getting all of my whatever pregnancy hormones that I am infusing in this baby. And when I deliver that baby and we both sign the birth certificate, we have both bred a baby. It's going to have, and and I get where he's coming from, where we both, you know, a sperm and an egg can't fuse to make a baby because you're both technically girls. At the end right. of the day, I think that's what he's saying is that you know you can't in slot A into slot B and come out with. But there are B, sperm yeah, banks. Is what he's saying. There are sperm banks, and I think that is the most ignorant comment. The mo I am I whatever he meant that is so ignorant because you're right. People with the same parts can't breed. But there are also people who can't conceive babies because there's something wrong with them. There are also people who don't have a high sperm count that can't have their own babies. And there are solutions to that. There are ample solutions. You can have a surrogate. You can get a sperm donor. You can have in vitro fertilization. There is a thousand... There are a thousand different ways for you to have a baby with the person that you love at the end of the day, and it's going to still be your child. At the end of the day, you are still going to have a baby with the person you love. They're going to be a part of your family. You are going to raise them, and that's the that's it. That's the end of the story. Period. Done. There is it does you don't need to have the same parts or different parts or be from the same country you don't need to have certain looks to you it, a family is a family you can breed if you're the same sex i think you'd at least have to be in the same zip code no not even necessarily you can ship your sperm somewhere or you can ship your eggs somewhere <laughs> they have ups jim gina what are you mailing <laughs> <laughs> this is 2018 don't act like they ain't shipping things over to foreign countries okay <laughs> so at the end of the day, if Mace and I ever got to a point where we wanted to have a baby, I would carry it. If he wanted to use his egg, that's fine. But at the end of the day, all we would need is a sperm donor. Sperm donors sign papers saying that they are no longer attached to this sperm, and it is for reproductive purposes only. What happens if Sarah and I wanted to have a baby? What else would it be used for? <laughs> I don't know, but all I'm saying is people this sign a form saying... to be used for reproduction uses only. Right, they can't... Any other uses... Will <laughs> you will be arrested for. No, all I'm saying is they can't be... They can't come back and be like, I want to be a part of my child's life. This is for reproductive right. purposes only. That doesn't involve you. So that, I think that got under my skin more than it should have, but it did because there are ways to reproduce. Not saying Mace wants to use or freeze his eggs... Not saying that we are going to have a baby in the future. 
it's just a hypothetical situation. So that being said, if Mace and I wanted to have a baby, that is how we would do it. We can reproduce. We can make that decision because it's my body harboring his egg. And then we just go find somebody. Hey, could you like, here's a cup. Here's some magazines. We need that. Like, where's my turkey baster? At the end of the day, that's all we need to do. <laughs> I mean, maybe in like a sterile setting with like maybe rubber gloves and stuff. But it's still, that's like saying people who adopt kids, that's not really their kids. That's not, that's, they're not really family. They Honey, are. I'm in the mood. Grab the baster. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Honey, no, we used it for Thanksgiving. It's in the top drawer. <laughs> Ew. <sighs> <laughs> Oh my right, god! You stuffed the, stuff the turkey with that. You put it in the tur- <laughs> oh! oh, we're going oh to hell! Oh my goodness! What did we learn on the show today, kids? How do I get pregnant oh. by turkey baster? So today, boys and girls. I know, but was what was his name, Chris? Yeah, yeah. So at the end of the day, sure. Chris. I don't care what you say. People with the same parts can breed. Just like people with the same parts can adopt. We're all still going to be family at the end of the day. Well, not all of us. Let's not do that. We're not in the South. Christ, Gina. Getting myself ahead of the South here. So, wow. wow that really made me all heated. I'm sweating and everything. Is- uh, Gina is sweating. Join in. What's Gina's sweat? I'm is that what that smell is? <laughs> Keith, <laughs> let me tell you right now. I will light your apartment on fire. Oh, my God. How's that? <laughs> That's horrible. I know. I'm a terrible person. I actually never lit anything on fire. Actually, that is a lie. Just to show. I pull. I know. <laughs> Pew! actually lit a tick on fire once because it was in my dog's ear and I didn't know what else to do with it so I put it in a pot with um, paper towels and I lit the paper towels on fire until it burst. Oh, thank God, because the way you made it sound was you lit your dog's ear on fire. I was like, <laughs> no. That's horrible. No, he still has both of his ears. Well, so, good. at the end of the day he has both his ears and the tick was dead. So, hold on. Hold please. Let me see what else we can get for learning about um, transgender. So you know what? Basically, all you got to learn is transgender. Transgender, yeah. Transgender people are who they are. They're not any different. They're the same person. Well, pretty about the same person they were beforehand. Just more comfortable. Um, just freaking let them live their lives and keep your opinions to yourself. I mean, because nobody. Nobody's perfect. There's nobody on this planet that's perfect. And if you tell me you are, I'm going to bitch slap you because I know you're lying. Exactly. Um, if they're not hurting you, no. <laughs> you know, they don't have some friggin' disease. They're not. They're not. Or the, my other favorite one is there's a mental lapse in that. No. I was no, just getting to that. I was on the mental health care part. That makes me upset. <laughs> that makes me upset. There's nothing mentally wrong with you for feeling the way you do and I you know again this goes back to like religion and people who are stoned for feeling like this and I get it um but I don't get it at the same time but you know what it's not even religion I mean yeah sure there are some out there that will go off on tangents and whatnot 
Um, it's just people, it's the, the racism, the negativity, the, I, I, I can't even think of a good word for it, but if, if you're not them, then they have a problem with you. Exactly. Whether you're black, green, Chinese, straight, gay, transgender, um, whatever you are, if you don't fit in their little mold, then they think you're wrong, and unfortunately, most of them voice their opinions, and they voice their opinions quite a bit. Right. And most mental health professionals, they recommend therapy for internal conflicts, and especially if somebody wants to transition. They will tell you to go to a psychologist and see if they can change your mind. And for somebody like that, there is no mind changing. You feel how you feel. It doesn't always work, though. You know that? No. I'm I'm a little bummed about it. Because I was identifying as a millionaire... And Jim, yeah, I still have no money. Jim, you got me all the way okay. turned up just now. What are you even? Listen, listen. <laughs> okay, you have me so <laughs> turn up. I was so ready to be like, Jim, you identified as a girl. Like what? You identify as a millionaire. I get it. Cool. Um, <clears throat> so. <laughs> Moving said. along. Thank you for that. That was fantastic. I literally, like, my face dropped. I was just like, hmm? Hmm? You what? You identify as what? So, physical health care. Men- medical and surgical procedures exist for transsexual and some transgender people. The most categories of transgender people described above are not known for seeking the following treatments. So, obviously, we know hormone replacement therapy for trans men includes beard growth and masculinizes skin, hair, voice, and fat distribution. So that would be basically what Mace is going through. Um, Hormone replacement therapy for trans women feminizes fat distribution and breasts. Laser hair removal or electro... I don't know what to say. Whatever that word is. Removes excess hair for trans women, but most insurances don't pay for that. Surgical procedures for trans women feminize the voice, skin, face, Adam's apple, breasts, waist, buttocks, and genitals. Surgical procedures for trans men masculinize the chest and genitals and remove the womb, ovaries, and fallopian tubes. The acronyms GRS and SRS refer to genital surgery. Um, So it's basically sexual reassignment therapy. Um, It is used in an umbrella term for physical procedures required for transition. Um, Use of the term sex change has been criticized for emphasis on surgery. And the term transition is preferred. So basically as much as we all know the term sex change, that transition is more of a better put word. It's more of a gentle word because to transition for a man, especially because I know because I'm dating somebody who's doing it, he takes testosterone shots every week, I think, every Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, So he nervously, Callie! Oh, hi, pretty girl. Oh, wow, I hear Callie. Yes, you do. She's very vocal. So, um, well, you know, with with me being, I am bisexual. My girlfriend never gives it to me. The only way I can get it is to buy it. 
So oh, you need you listen. You need to stop. <laughs> oh my, you he is just. Did you hear him? He said he is bisexual. His girlfriend doesn't give him, so the only way he has to do it is to buy it. Oh my. I am done. I, Jim, you know what? You are literally killing me. What is happening right now? Oh, my goodness. Well, I miss being here in the studio. I mean, yeah. But I'm not going to lie. It's crappy down here. It's freaking raining and miserable. Oh, my I've goodness. been bounced around three different rooms already. This is, listen, well. this is terrible. This is... So, in the United States, a federal bill to protect workers from discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity, the Employment Non-Discrimination Act, which most of us know because we get a copy of it when you go into work. My mom said, good one, Jim. Mom, it wasn't that good. Gosh. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. <laughs> so, um, I well, guess... let me tell you something. Before, before you go any further on that, I... All right. Jim's Corner. <laughs> this really... Wait. Jim's Corner really, can't interrupt Gina's hour. Well, trust me, this pisses me off. Okay, you cannot discriminate against, well, basically anybody for any reason. Whether it's color, whether it's social class, whether it's transgender, whether it's gay, whatever. All right? You can't discriminate against them for that. Supreme Court is trying to. Yep. So now employees kind of gotten smart. I guess you could call them smart. Or they've just become very deceiving. I guess they will so. look for They will look for another reason. And it doesn't even have to be a legit reason. Well, yeah, we have zero tolerance policy. You were three minutes late. You're fired. Of course they will. <laughs> and I see it all the time. I see. Not where I work. I mean, where I work, people are great. You know, they. Oh yeah, they, you'll they find places care. that will completely empower these people, and that's like Starbucks. They love um, veterans and they love transgender people. And Mace is both. He's a veteran and he's transgendered. So that's why he feels like Starbucks is the best fit for him, especially going through the transition of top surgery. Which, if anybody wants to donate to his GoFundMe page, then message me because I don't know the link. Unless he wants to drop it below, if he's still listening. But um, there was a girl. Her name was Nicole. She took a case to Maine's Supreme Court in June. Nicole what? Nicole Maines. Ironically, I didn't okay. want to confuse people because it's Nicole Maines, and she took the case to from Maine's Maine. Supreme Court. Nicole Maine from Maine. Yes. So in June 2013, she argued that being denied access to her school's women's restroom was a violation of the Human Rights Act, and one state judge had disagreed with her. But she won her lawsuit against the school district in January 2014, before the Supreme Judicial Court. And on May 14, 2016, the United States Department of Education and Department of Justice issued guidance directing public schools to allow transgendered students to use bathrooms that match their gender identities. So instead of... So her case basically opened up doors for other people, um, other people who are transgendered, because now... Um, so the GoFundMe page is GoFundMe, G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot com forward slash 5-M-V-O-Q-H. Bingo! 
Oh. Four. <laughs> so, I will be sharing it on my page later if anybody wants to. I will share it to the Project Arrowhead page in case anybody listening wants to and the United FM and anywhere else we can think of. And if anybody wants to help me get his top chopped, which is my favorite way to say it. <laughs> wow. Anybody wants to, well, that's what he calls it, the Top Chop Fund. It's fun. It's a, it's a nice way to say it, I guess. If anybody wants to help Mace get his top chopped, <laughs> you can feel free to do so, etc., etc. Anyway, so yeah, so she won her case, and and that just kind of opened up more doors. Um, and Mace said he's hey, always so listening to me, obviously. Do you, uh, do you remember during Shark Week when I was talking about how... Which Shark uh, Week? <laughs> Women's Shark Week or this actual Shark Week? The actual Shark Week. Well, we could talk about that whole thing and the combination. And maybe, you know, they're talking about how they're looking for the biggest and fastest Mako shark, and then all of a sudden they pop up and watch Hill, Rhode Island. Yeah. And remember I said I'm never swimming in Mesquamigan again? Yeah, did you see that? Well, a couple days ago, a great white shark, a six-foot juvenile great white shark, was caught a quarter of a mile off of Mesquamacate. You could see the windjammer and patties and all of that, and I was just like, oh, hell no. Now, at the same time, two kids were attacked by a shark what uh, I believe was a thresher shark off of Long Island. Wrong. The inside of Long Island. This is why I don't swim in the ocean. Then, last weekend, a girl found a baby thresher shark that was stuck in some rocks and had uh, almost beached itself. She picked up this four-foot Thresher shark and throws it back in the ocean. I'm like, wait a minute, that's Block Island. That's yeah, no. There are more and more sharks starting to come into the Long Island Sound, and I mean, we've always had sharks. Nothing, not the big mag daddies like you see it now, but I mean, we've had uh, like the dogfish type sharks and all that. Now we're getting the big boys, makos, threshers, great. Freaking white. Yeah, no, I'll be swimming in the pool. Thank you very much. I do not swim when I go to the beach. Absolutely not. There is no way you're about to catch me in the ocean, especially when that shark that was at Mesquamacate was so close to the... No, wrong. There goes my leg. There goes my arm. Oh, look, I don't have a butt anymore. Absolutely not. I'm not doing it. No, mm -mm. you can catch me in the pool. Not even a pond, because I don't like when those silly little fishes come up and nip your toes. I don't like those either. So you're about to catch me... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> laying on the beach tanning and I'll go find a friend's pool and swim in there. There are no little fish that are going to be biting my toes and there's no sharks. You know, those to weren't fish. Me. Those uh, weren't fish. What were they? No, I'm not saying. I can't say it on the air. Ew. Why would they be biting my toes first of all? <laughs> like, <laughs> if you're about to come that close to me, at least make it worthwhile. <laughs> <laughs> um, over in... Actually, I think it's down in South America um, in some of the stream. I want to say in like Colombia and down there and uh, also like over in Vietnam and Laos and some of those areas over there. 
in the water, they have these little parasites. And if you urinate while you're in the water, they will literally swim, swim, swim. Yeah, new word. Swim up the stream of your urine and into your right, right oh. into your urethra and oh yeah. No, sir. Mm-mm. Oh no. <clears throat> that is wrong. That is very, very wrong. Yep, there's some nasty little parasites. That would that would that would make me very uncomfortable, obviously. Because you're about to have a little fish swimming in your 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 your, your, your urethra. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Say it, Gina. Just spit it out. Urethra. Urethra. That's what she said. Because I said spit it out. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Keith put our names on the screen. You can't see them because me and Melissa are sharing split screen but on my like on the individual screen before I went to the larger screen here I'll show you let's play hold on Jim here I am and it says Gina Peltier right there (laughs) here it is see it (laughs) and when you come back it'll say Jim however you pronounce your last name and then when all three of us are on here it'll say all three of us names let's speak about Glenn when is he coming back uh, Glenn will be back in a couple weeks. That's he is, very uh, two weeks. Oh my gosh, there was just a bug crawling on my leg. Y'all got me real turnt right now. What kind of bug? It was a fly. It made me nervous. Oh. Callie will get a it. Why? Callie kills flies. She'll yeah, get it. I didn't know. Yeah, my cats kill flies too. And let me tell you, this is the season for them. But it was just crawling on me. I, th- I instantly thought it was a spider. Hello, Peter. Lara. Hello. Shout out to Mr. Peter Lara. Um, okay, so I can't wait to have Glenn back. So guess where uh guess where everybody wants to go to dinner tonight. Where? I mean, we're down here in Virginia. We can go to any place in the world. McDonald's. They go to the Irish, they want to go to the Irish pub. Ew. Wouldn't be so bad if I didn't work in an Irish pub every day of the week. True, you do. Oh my god, I forgot about that. I'm like, you know, I can get this much better. <gasps> yes. All week long. Who did I meet? What was his name? He came through. James, Josh, his last name started with a T. Who was it? Randy. Randy. Oh my gosh. I met him. And he's so You met sweet. our head chef, Randy. He's so sweet. Oh my goodness. I didn't yeah, know Randy's him. a good guy. I made him circle around because his prescription wasn't ready. And then it was ready. And then he asked me if I figured out if they were tadpoles or mosquitoes. <laughs> and and I, what is that? What did just beat? We got a phone call? We got yes, another phone call. Yes, yes, Oh, my God. Someone else is calling. Jim, someone's calling. Well, how is somebody calling us? I don't know. Call, call waiting. Let's, uh, let's answer it. Okay. Bye, Hold Jim. On. Hold on, Jim. Caller, you're on the air. Hello, you're on the air. Hello? 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 Oh, one of those guys. Gina's Pizza House. How can I help you? Jimmy, there? I am here. They hung up. They couldn't talk, apparently. Wow, I feel really sad because we've never had a caller that I wasn't expecting. You guys want to hear a fun story? Kellogg's did. <laughs> Kellogg's did. You are absolutely right. Mm. 
That lady was so confused. I'm like, hi, you're on the air. And she's like, huh? What? What are we? So last night, for anybody who knows, I know we're going to do a show on this for like mental disorders and stuff. I suffer from severe anxiety. So one of my really big triggers is vomit. I have three kids. Go figure, right? <clears throat> yeah. Ooh. So last night I was in the shower and I got out. And my son was in his room with it with my youngest, and they are both in big boy and big girl beds because they. So last week Luca climbed into Tootie's crib and ripped his frenulum on his lip, and we had to take him to the hospital. So Tootie can't be in a big girl crib anymore because she has to be in a big boy bed. I mean, I'm so confused. What am I doing with my life? So let me start over. Luca fell, ripped his lip on the crib. Tootie's in a big girl bed. All right, we're all caught up. So they're both in big children beds. And last night I could hear them playing and I went in there to scold them and put them back into their beds. And Luca had his diaper off and he pooped everywhere. So I, oh my goodness, someone's calling. Hurry, quick, answer it. I'll finish my story in a minute. Okay, hold on. Hold on, Jim. (laughs) Caller, you're on the air. Oh, sorry about that. I, when I called you a second ago, sorry, is that I was—I accidentally pressed the wrong button when I was looking at your website. My fault. That's oh, okay. okay. Well, anything you want to talk about since you're on the air? No, I just want to say hi to everyone. Oh, well, oh, hello hi. to you. Hi, thank you for hello. calling. I like your radio rock. Thank you. That means a lot to us. All right. Where, where, you, call, where are you calling from? Chicago. Chicago. Oh, that's so cool. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Well, I'll talk to you guys later whenever I got a chance. All right, sounds good. All right, see you all later. Bye. 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 And Jim's back. Jim, that was so much fun. Thank you. Yeah, I know, I'm listening to it. Oh. Anyway, so let's get back to my story. So. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if Steve Harvey gets put on old. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, see, Jim, the difference, the difference between you and Steve Harvey is Steve Harvey's funny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. Ouch. And Gina just blew everyone's speakers out. <laughs> okay. And he has a mustache. And he has his own game show. Should I go on? <laughs> anyway. So, um, where was I? Oh, so I went in there, cleaned him up, put him in the bath. He was crying. Lewis, call. If you're going to call, call. So I cleaned him up, put him in the bath. He was crying, so I figured he was thirsty. Got him and Tootie something to drink. And put them back in bed. Went back in the bathroom to finish you know, cleaning up after my bath and his bath. And I could hear him crying. So I went back in there, and he said that he choked. And all down the front of him was soaked. All in front of him on the mattress was soaked. And all behind his head, like from when he was laying down. All right, wait a minute. So Maeve choked because Tootie punched him in the lip and broke something in his lip. Right. No. Mace is in California, so he has nothing to do with the story. Luca was choking. And I thought he threw up. So in hindsight, this story is really funny because 
in the moment it was not funny I was panicking so he said he choked and obviously a little kid when they choke or throw up for the first time they think they choked because that's kind of like I guess the motion that happens or like I I don't know that's just kid logic I guess because when my daughter threw up for the first time she said she choked so I instantly started to panic because my biggest fear is vomit and he's saying he choked and he's soaking wet so (laughs) I don't know what to do he literally just pooped all over himself like five minutes ago so I'm panicking so I pick him up like as gentle as gentle as I can what was that Keith's phone oh Keith turn that down so I picked him up and like put him to the side and I was so nervous I'm like oh my god so I'm like shaking and I went to pick up the mat like the mattress um sheet so I had to lift the mattress because it's really tight so I picked it up what's the number to the studio 860 well actually I was gonna I was gonna set up the multi-line system and give him that number so somebody wants to call yeah, if you want to give me a minute, I'll set up the multi-line. Perfect. Hold on, Lewis. I'll tell you the Lewis, number in a second. Lewis, hold on. So I picked up the, the mattress. You have to bend it up to pull the sheet off because it's really, really tight. And I picked it up, and the substance on the mattress was cold, like ice cold. And I turn around to ask Luca what happened, and he's holding his juice cup upside down, and it's pouring out. It's like leaking. So I unscrewed the cap, and it just turns out that the top of the cap was crooked, and he didn't throw up at all. And I panicked for nothing. Jim. Jim, wow. you want to give us uh, one second? And then call okay, back. We only have 25 minutes left, you know? Gina, well, you only have 25 minutes? Well, I was going to do a multi-call, but... Because other people want to call, because we're popular today. Anybody who's listening, be sure to hit the little share button at the top so we can reach more viewers and more listeners. The more listeners we have, the more popular we are. Okay, Jim, hold on. Hold on, Jim. The more you, hear, the more you get entered into Gina's sweepstakes. Yeah, Gina has a sweepstakes. All right, Gina, you're going to have to take it over for a minute because i got to drop him off the line. Jim, don't hang up. Hold on. Oh my God. Gina's sweepstakes. The more listeners we have, the more views we get, the more sharing and the more subscribing and the more calls we get, somebody will win a free dinner with me. And by free, I mean you're paying for it. (laughs) And by paying for it, I mean you're literally going to take me out to dinner and buy me food and probably a bottle of wine and then... That's it. That's your. That's the sweepstakes. So make sure you share this. Oh, is that what makes you happy? Dinner and wine. Dinner and wine. Dinner and wine makes me happy. What makes you happy? Ooh, kittens make me happy. Okay, dinner, wine, and kittens. Dinner, wines, and kittens. Yes. So that's the sweepstakes. Except the sweepstakes really for me. So this is like the Bachelorette. One lucky winner. Mace is probably like, excuse me. You know, this is a great place to work. I love my studio, and all my people because I'm barefoot. And hanging out with a cat and Melissa. And it's fantastic. Who could ask for a better thing? Q105, General 77, 97.7. You got to wear actual clothes and shoes. Not at United FM. I could be naked, but that's probably called pornography. This is what it's like when me and <laughs> Melissa are on the show. So, my mom said no more kittens for Gina. But they're so cute. Update on the kittens. One of them got put down. I don't know if I said that last week. Mm. And the other three are on antibiotics for their eyes. And Jim's back on. in. Yeah, well, your mom said no more kittens. Okay, welcome to the conversation, Jim. 
right, I'm gonna give you yeah, your mom said no more kittens. I know. I just said that like four minutes ago. Yeah. Well. I forgot that you were on hold. Also, so yeah. the uh, the rest of the kittens are doing fantastic. The lady took them home herself because they need a lot of care and attention. <laughs> They're gaining weight. They're something with fluids. I think she they she said that they were on round the clock fluids at first and now they're just doing really really good and I'm very excited but they're not out of the woods yet so my fingers are crossed Lewis the number is case 712 712 uh 451 4-5-1. 4-5-1. 4-5-1. 4-5-1. 4-5-1. 4-5-1. 4-5-1. 4-5-1. 4-5-1. 4-5-1. 4-5-1. 4-5-1. 4-5-1. 4-5-1. 4-5-1. 4-5-1. 4-
Yeah, sure. What I'm still there. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> wow, there's an echo. <laughs> mom said, "I've seen it. I love that show." Add a girl, mom. Way to support. Woo! It's a bunch of lesbians on there, right? Yes. I yeah, a bunch of lesbians. Mom's anybody, watching. Yeah. That makes me uncomfortable, kind of. There's a couple, if I'm not mistaken. Makes me uncomfortable. When my mother was watching that, but it's fine. It's fine. She's also a, oh, I am very excited because I am so obsessed with The Office and I have a Dundee Award in case anybody didn't know. And my mom now watches The Office and I am so excited for that. I like telling people that. Hi, my name's Gina. My mom watches The Office. Along uh, with uh, yeah. the new black. You did tell us that you had a uh, Dundee Award. Hmm. A Dundee Award. Hey, Nicole. For best cackle. <laughs> yeah. Although. Mace says I don't have a cackle. Aw. He said it's not a cackle. It's just a laugh. I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. Let's see if he's still listening. I don't hear nothing. I don't hear our phone call. This is making they haven't popped in yet. very upset. They said they'd get their vocals ready or something. Yeah, I know. I saw that. So, again, it's uh, the phone number is 712-451-0758. Use code six zero triple eight one, and eventually on uh, the next show we'll have it so you can just dial the studio line, enter in the code, and you'll be able to get into the conversation. That'd be perfect. There he goes with the into the into the is into the award. Into the award. Into the like I N T D A into the go park the car. <laughs> yeah, where is this other other caller? I don't Why know. Why is Gina sticking her tongue out? I was fixing my tongue ring. Because I can do what I want. Melissa's picking her nose. Gina's sticking her tongue out. And stand corrected, Jim. It is not a word. I just looked it up on Google. It does not exist. I-N-T-D-A, right? Into? Yeah, the language. It is not in the English Thanks, language. Nicole. I have some weird accent. I don't know what it is. Or oh, absolutely. All right. So, Nicole is has a little boy. And tomorrow yep. is his first birthday. And since we only do this once a week, we are going to wish little Ray a happy first birthday. Yeah. Happy Woo! birthday. We should just start doing that weekly. We should announce birthdays to our listeners. Anybody wants to shout out for their birthday or an anniversary or I don't know, a hookup. I don't know. We'll just do it. Be part of Gina's corner. Yeah. We will give shout outs for birthdays, anniversaries, special occasions. Um, yeah. Photos are $20. They include the autograph. Um, yeah. That's about it. Photos? What photos? Our 8x10 autographed photos. Of us? Yeah, of us. I could be famous. Anybody wants my picture and wants an autograph, let me know. $20? We're selling them? Didn't know that? Thanks, Jim, for tuning me in. Also... And six of that goes to the studio. How about five? <laughs> Call it even. So, four. Um, four. four. Three... Like a dollar fifty. What are you guys bidding me down? Um, <laughs> my friend Bree said she's gonna keep. Bidding. My friend Bree said she's gonna rewatch the replay of my show later. So shout out to Bree because I know she's gonna be listening. I love you, and thank you for being my friend and being such a good friend to Mace. And speaking of replay, I hooked you guys up with your own podcast. Yes, now. we have a podcast, people. Podcast. 
podcast. That way you can listen to us on this radio station. You can listen to us on our live feed that we share on Facebook. You can also listen to us on our podcast. You can watch us on the podcast, right? Or is it just listen? No, it's only listen. Where the hell is this caller? I don't know. My mom said she better get a free photo for her birthday. May said D's birthday is coming up. But I'm not... Am I going to be here for Not like you don't see Gina every day, Mom. Yeah, Mom. Goodness. Although, what picture am I signing? I have to get prints done now. I got to go get pictures done of my good side. I got my good side. Now I need to get my better side. That was your good side. No, now I need the better side. It is literally the picture of us sitting in the studio. Literally. I don't recall such picture taken. Was this taken with my oh. approval? Was oh my I god, drank? I showed it to you. Did I smell chloroform? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, you can have free whatever you want. I have a rag with chloroform on it. Hold Does on. this smell like chloroform to you? Well, while the show's Wow, Mace, now you're listening. Ugh. Get away from me. Get away from me. He's oh, send, help. send help. Send help. Jim, 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 Jim. Yes, Corporal. Yo, people are going to call 911. They're going to be like, she was just, she was tranked or something. Wow. I know. What are you spraying? Don't forget, if you're in the Virginia area, come down to Scares That Care, Double Tree Hotel in Williamsburg, 50 Kings Mill Road. We are uh, literally right next delicious. to... What the hell is going on? I just saw the video. It's dish soap. He oh, tried to chloroform me. He tried to suffocate you. He just saw it. There was a lag. <laughs> Don't forget it's lapsed. He must be mm. So, anyway, here's no, the care. Come on right down. by. Help. help us help these kids. We are right next to Bush Gardens. A uh, lot to do down here. Colonial Williamsburg. But most importantly, you have scares. That care this weekend at the Doubletree. Are you laying in your hotel room by yourself talking deeply into your phone? Because that makes me uncomfortable. I'm calling the cops. <laughs> oh, really? No. I'm in the shower. That oh, makes, me, oh, that makes me even more uncomfortable. <laughs> Next. No. Told you I was outside. I'm actually sitting at the desk right now because it was raining pretty hard out. Staring at the wall? No, I'm looking out the window. Oh. Watching all the pretty streaks of lightning. It's great. Good summer. I feel like I'm freaking home. I don't like thunder. I'm actually afraid of it. Also, ooh, I forgot to tell you, Jim. So my friend Sarah Beer, her last name's Beer, best last name mm-hmm. ever. Her ever. mom, I believe she said, is a registered nurse and can yep. get us in touch with doctors and specialists for mental illness. Um, so if we want to do a show on that and we want to see if doctors want to call in and discuss it, I can see if that's something that her mom can do for us because I know we want to do a show on it and it's a big topic. It's probably big enough mm-hmm. to where we could probably do two shows on it. But anyway, she said she could get us in contact with these doctors and give us a list and give us information and stuff like that so that we can use it for the show. Well, it sounds like a plan to me. That's what I said. So I'm going to message her after, and we're going to get that going. Obviously not for next week's show. Um, but, oh, don't forget, I'm not going to be here 
um, two Tuesdays from now. <clears throat> no. I know. A week from today. Yes. Yes. Also, yeah. we need to do a show on... I had a really good topic, but I want to wait until you're in here. Obviously not in Virginia. It was... Oh, I wanted to do a top uh, show on aliens. Like Area 51. And I think we talked about that a little bit last week after like after we cut offline and we were outside. Yeah, but, a little bit. Yeah, um, we could definitely do a show on aliens. Because I think that that's an interesting topic. Obviously, it fits right in with our horror movie theme and our horror mm-hmm. genre. Um, but I think that that is a good topic. And I think that we could get a lot of information on it. And a lot of our viewers seem to like things like that, too. Well, that's what our show's about. Oh, my goodness. Did I, did I mention that I saw A Quiet Place? I can't remember. All of our shows are blending together. No, you were going to watch that, but uh, you haven't told me yet. I watched it, and after I was done watching it, I walked very quietly around my house, afraid to make noise. <laughs> the movie gave me anxiety, mm-hmm. and... 10 out of 10. I would watch it again. And you know what? For a movie that's got very, very little monologue, it was really, really catching. Like, edgier seat, into it. It was so good. So good. Oh, yeah, I remember. I said I was going to watch it because John Krasinski from The Office was in it. And mm-hmm. update, I did watch it. And it was probably one of my favorite movies that I've ever seen. Not to be biased, but... Fair enough. I would totally recommend it to our listeners. And obviously, Lewis isn't going to call. He probably got nervous because I said I was going to tell a story about him. I'm going to tell it anyway. So, I am terrified of clowns. Like, super terrified. And this is because when I was little, my cousin was having a birthday party and me and my sister were there. And they hired a boy and a girl clown. And I was really uneasy about them at first. So, I went and hid in the kitchen. And I wasn't afraid of them. I just... It was weird to me. I'd never seen a clown before. I was only six or seven. And so they came, they did like a head count of the kids because I guess my aunt and uncle told them how many kids were there. And they said that they were missing somebody and it was me. And they came and found me in the kitchen and tried to drag me into the other room. And I mean, like I was resisting and they were pulling me, telling me, come on, little girl, like, let's go play, blah, 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 whatever. Like, and I'm bawling my eyes out. And my uncle is like telling them to leave me alone. Oh, Lewis said, wait, I'm calling. So, backstory, super afraid of clowns. So, ever since then... You said that half an hour ago. So I know. Come on, Lewis. Step your game up. So, ever since then, I've been terrified of clowns. Like, the first it that came out, the, when the movie came out, I was really little, and I refused to see it when I got older. Refused. Absolutely was not about to go subject myself to watching a movie with a scary clown. Not just a clown, but a scary clown. And so, obviously, when the new It came out, my best friend bought tickets and told me I was going. So, I went. I'm very proud of myself because I sat through the whole entire thing. But the first ten minutes, I felt like I was going to throw up. And I was shaking so bad. Did it look like Pennywise? It was worse. The new It was worse. That is Pennywise. Very much worse. Yeah, but yeah, but he doesn't look like the original Pennywise. He's a lot scarier. Well, me. yeah. I would take the old Pennywise over the new Pennywise any day. And his voice, whoo, still hear that back of my head. 
Lewis, you need to call arms and start telling the story. They all float down here. No. Have you seen the new It? Yes. Ugh. Yep, of course. I know you have. I was asking Melissa. They were doing memes about it, too. Yeah. There's candy down here. Down here. Or puts the office on. Someone's climbing down there. That was obviously the one that I was like, share. Uh, all right, Louis, you're, I'm, I'm just going to tell a story anyway. Okay, so when I was in high school, I, was, I took a lot of art classes. And Louis was in one of my art classes. And one of the projects that we had to do was make a paper mache something out of our face. So we would make a mold of our face and we had to paper mache it. And then we could design whatever we wanted. I made a dollar bill out of my face. So my face was the center of the bill. Get it? That was fantastically clever. And it was huge. And I cut the face out and saved the face and threw everything else away. Anyway. So one of the kids in my class, he decided, because he was obsessed with two things. Michael Jackson and Pennywise the Clown. Obsessed. So he made a replica of the Pennywise face using his. And Lewis must have caught wind that I was terrified of clowns because he decided that it was going to be a good idea to come up behind me with the mask on and scare me. And not only did he scare me, but when I got up crying and tried to move, he chased me with it. (laughs) And I held that grudge for a very long time because that just made my fear ten times worse. But now I'm a new woman. I've seen the new It movie. Y'all clowns ain't coming after me. I mean, you might. Just don't, please. Don't chase me. Don't, like, lock me in a corner. I'm just saying, like, I will fight back now. That was, like, one of the most so terrifying things. I'm looking for the Halloween show. We're going to dress up as clowns. <laughs> I'll dress up as a clown. I just won't wear my contacts so I can't see you. <laughs> I almost wore my cat ears today. Like, there's, it's like a little thin headband with little thin cat ears, but I didn't think it would um, sit correctly. On, the headphones would sit correctly on my head with the cat ears on, so I didn't do it. So, bummer. However, I am going to buy my own headphones with cat ears on them. I had already told Keith that because he told me to get my what own. What about the Joker? The you, Joker? You have a problem with the Joker? I did. I used to for a really long time, and then I watched the new Batman, and I was okay with it. Still uneasy. Oh, okay. The He, not so much, but like in the beginning when they were robbing the bank and the clowns, obviously they were all wearing clown masks. Those made me uncomfortable, and I always had to look away from the screen. But, like, no. I'm not for clowns. The Joker was okay. Um, obviously, after that movie came out, a lot of people wore the Joker for Halloween, so I had to kind of get used to it. And then we had that clown epidemic. Is that what we yes. call it? Yes, yes. Where people, where clowns were just standing there, like with knives and like attacking people and stealing children, like that children, <laughs> like that. That terrified me. Like I don't like clowns on a good day, and now they're literally terrorizing us. They were terrorizing people so bad that they would arrest them. Yeah. Good. Arrest them. Take all of the clowns into jail. All of them. Lewis, guess what? The show is over in five minutes, so you literally have three minutes to call. I'm waiting. Lewis is in a lose-out. He is. L is for Lewis, and L is also for losing out. Or maybe he's just not going to call because I told that clown story, and now he's ashamed and doesn't want to call because he doesn't want to show his voice on the air. Just a reminder, Project Arrowhead is brought to you by the Mohegan Sun Big Three, Lansdowne Pub, Avalon Nightclub, and the Vista Lounge. For VIP treatment, get a hold of Chris Cody, 
he will hook you up. That is the Lansdowne Pub, the Avalon Nightclub, and the Vista Lounge. All located right. in the Mohegan Sun in Uncasville, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Um, are we really sponsored by them? Do they pay us? Where'd he go? Jim? I'm, I'm here. Oh. Okay, Lewis said he's going to call, but I'm still waiting for my phone to ring. He's got four minutes. Well, now that the show's, now that the show's over, it's no point. <laughs> well, Jim, I hope you enjoy the rest of your scares that care. I hope so. Um, it's pretty nasty outside. Really good thunderstorms, though. I, I miss these kind of thunderstorms. I wish I could experience one. Making my eyebrows <clears throat> dance. Here, here in Connecticut, we get ripped off on everything, including taxes. Right. Uh, don't forget, if you can't make it down here to Scares That Care, you can always go to www.scaresthatcare.org, and you can donate that way. You can find out information on the charity. Um, you can see who our recipients are every year and uh, get all kinds of information on the Scares That Care weekend and uh, anything else that we're involved in. All right. Well, that is it for this Tuesday. And, Lewis, you missed your shot. Guess you're just going to have to tune in next Tuesday when we don't really know what we're talking about. All right. I hope everybody has a fantastic week. And happy August because that starts tomorrow. And we are out.